Hey, everybody, and welcome to our podcast, Peace of Authenticity with the Andersons. We're so excited about the conversations that we have for you guys, and we hope that there's a good balance of both truth and real life stories. And so, like we always say, join, join in, in on, on the, the conversation. conversation. Hey, everybody. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome to the Peace of Authenticity podcast. And we are so excited because we told you guys a little bit last week about yeah. our guest for this week, but we get to introduce our, I call her our natural doctor. Her name yeah. is Kenzie Taylor. And so let me actually read a little bit more in depth of what Well, just, just notice though, if you're watching on YouTube, Kenzie's currently in the back of a limousine right now. <laughs> a limousine? just being just being fancy as can be She's so fancy um and so you might want to listen up to what she has to say today but that's oh just me gosh, that's yeah not a limousine <laughs> no not a limousine kind of shoved in the back of a suv i think yeah, Is that like, where you are? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So Kinsey is, is a certified health specialist. She has that degree and she's a doctor of naturopathy. Okay. And so it's pretty, that sounds pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll never forget like the first time that, cause we were on your waiting list for a while at your uh, Taylor's herbs um, shop. And so I remember I got pregnant and one of my friends was like, oh, Jordan, if you call, cause you're on the waiting list, if you're pregnant, like, oh, they can get you, They'll get you in. in. Yeah. And I was like, yes. And so I went in and it was like, I'll never forget because we always talk about like, whenever we go for our checkup, I feel like it's also a counseling session. <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah. yeah did you know that way? You're yeah, also, <laughs> it was just so good. And even like, it, it was just. I'll never forget like what you first explained, which I'll have you explain in a second. And yeah. also like, I remember when I was about to leave, you came back out and the Lord gave you like a verse for me and it was Proverbs and I'll never forget it. Yeah. And That's it's good. just, it's like, I knew 100% that like what you do is from God and that you listen to, yeah. that you seek him. And it was just like something I'll never forget. And so, yes. Oh, do you want well, to before, before we let Kinsey share, I would like to say on the record that <laughs> No. <laughs> I was not, I was not okay with the way Jordan was like, we can get in to see Kinsey if we tell her that I'm pregnant. No, but I was pregnant. <laughs> like I, was lying. I was like, we're literally going to jump the list because Jordan got pregnant. I was I felt sketchy about it. No, let's um, be real. He's mad because he wasn't pregnant. So he still had to wait. His right. time. Yeah. yeah. He had to wait. Yeah. And so, yeah. Okay. So Kinsey, explain, explain a little bit, a little bit of the process, because I know that just for speaking for Jordan and myself, uh, ever since we've been coming to your office, things have just been completely different. Yeah. And yeah. you know, not that we're all, what's it called? Grungy or no, crunchy now. Crunchy, not grungy. Ew. Yeah. Crunchy, crunchy granola. Yeah. 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 Granola. yeah. So not that like I'm super all natural yet. Um, but so you know, we're yeah, we're working toward that and, and we're feeling better every day. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I just believe that God gave us everything we needed on earth. He actually gave it to Adam and Eve, and it's still sustaining the world today. We just need to know how to use it. And not saying that the medical doctors have it wrong or like that they're not, they don't have a place, but there's always another way. And so the body's very, very simple, yet complex at the same time, right? Like it just needs a few things to do its job. He created us in his image. His image isn't sick. It doesn't hurt, you know, like, so why should we, 
and he gave us everything we need to make those minute corrections in the body that actually lead to optimal health. That's my, my goal with all my clients, but yeah, um, you know, and like I tell every client, like I believe we're, whoops, sorry. <laughs> I believe we're made of the earth and just like the earth has, you know, a North pole and South pole. So does our body that every mineral found in the soil can be found in our bodies at almost the same amount compared to size. We're 70% water. Earth is covered in 70% water. It's like we literally are butt dust, right? Like yeah. we're, we're just made of the earth. And so why would we use what we were made of to facilitate health in our body, right? Yeah. So that's kind of, kind of what I do in a nutshell, if you will, is try to figure out what's in balance and what nutrition or what supplement or what lifestyle change or stress management habit or how water would impact the body, et cetera, can we do to get you back on track? Mm. Yes, that's so good. And even like, I realize you, you ask our symptoms to things, right? Like how's your energy? How's this and that, but you like find the root of it. You're not just like, Oh, we'll we'll just give you some caffeine to help with your, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's so good. You even said like if I've been craving ice cream, there's actually something of the earth that I'm really craving, but my but I'm thinking like, ooh, ice cream. But there's something right. in that that like it's so interesting. And now that we think that way, I'm like, so I don't really need ice cream. I need like yep, these minerals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. And so um we actually had my appointment last week was it was friday and so we were talking a bit about a few things that were on your heart because we knew you were going to be on the podcast and everything and so kenzie like we just want to open up the floor to a little bit that the lord has been like showing you lately and the things that he's put on your heart yeah so i think this last year has been um a challenge Mm-hmm. in yeah. many ways for many people and you know I also think it's been a great um, time for people to start waking up and looking at you know where are we putting our trust and our hope in you know yeah. and you know through the pandemic and you know uh, which that's a whole nother subset there if you will another rabbit trail to go down to but um, through all of that you start to wonder like are we putting our faith and our hope in Uh, a doctor or doctors are we putting our faith in the hope in our government or is it a god and i think they're you know just like the word talks about there's the separation of the wheat and the shaft like we're seeing a lot of that right now even inside of churches and not just with the pandemic but all the other social issues in the world today like uh, racism is a big one you know and there's a big division trying to happen there and like the lgbtq movement and all these things is really starting to open people's eyes. And my prayer is that, you know, just as Paul had the scales fall off his eyes, that that would happen for the body of Christ as well. Wow. Amen. That's exactly something that Aubrey and I have talked about. We really feel like it's like a threshing floor season, separating the wheat from the air. And it's ultimately the question is, where is your foundation? Is it on the sand or is it on your firm foundation? That's Jesus. Solid rock. Yeah, the world can just go to poo, right? Like it's all going crazy. But if you're standing on a firm foundation that's Jesus, then we're unshakable. Not because of anything right. that we can do, but where we're standing oh and who we're yeah. standing on. And yeah. that's so good. Oh my gosh. Well, and I think it's even important to see that, um, you know, pastors and like you said, churches are even are even taking sides on different issues. And, and you know, you have pastors that are literally 
conforming their their preaching sermons mm-hmm. um, into to to fit their political beliefs or to fit right. social issues instead of just letting the word be the word. And, you know, yeah, be standing on that firm foundation that says, listen, I'm not here to let the world move me at yeah. all. But, um, you know, the word is, is, is still the word. And yeah. the church is being shaken and divided because you, you have so many people and there's a lot of people, the majority is in the middle going, I just don't know what to say. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know, you have extremists on both sides. And then the, for the majority of us, I would say that, you know, the 70% or whatever of America, we're just kind of sitting here going, um, I'm, I'm, I could see both sides. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead some more with that. Yeah. So I think the other thing, you know, like we talked about is, um, you know, the great awakenings that happened throughout history. Right. And, um, I was watching a program with Andrew Womack and this group called Wall Builders uh, a couple weeks ago, about a month ago now. And um, it just really opened my eyes because, you know, to be honest, I had moments of like, man, Lord, are we ever going to get through this? Like, right. or is this just it? Like, Jesus cracked the sky and come get us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, well, how much more of this can we take as a society? How much more division can happen? Because the word says the house divided against itself cannot stand. So how much longer can we as a nation, as a world keep standing? And especially in the, in the body of Christ, like you're saying, where you have so many pastors that are not even rightly dividing the word of God. They're taking things out of scripture, out of context. They're not even teaching parts of scripture because it doesn't fit the social narrative and leading the flock astray. And it's, it's sad to see that, you know, because they're scared to lose business or ties. I don't, you know, I don't know their heart, but obviously it's, it, we know them by their fruit and it's not showing to be very fruitful. So, um, but anyway, with the great awakenings, it was really neat to hear the history behind that in the history of the United States, along with the history of the church in the United States. And now the first one was around the time of the revolutionary war, right? So a big division in the church, not just did we leave uh, Great Britain and Catholic rule for Protestant beliefs, uh, but that even in the Protestant churches in the colonies, there was a split between the ones that wanted to stay under the thumb of Britain and the ones that wanted religious freedom and freedom in general. Mm. And um, I mean, praise God that happened. Look, we have one of the greatest nations in the world who's a beacon of hope and democracy, who has been founded on belief of uh, Christian beliefs and values. Yeah. who fought for our freedom to to not just believe how we want but just for freedom in general you know mm-hmm. um which unfortunately you look at that time to this time and look how much has changed like look how much we've given away out of fear or out of uh, false safety or hope and it's kind of disheartening but then the second great awakening was around the time of the civil war okay yeah. so you know we started our nation we made a mistake, we made it right. Well, it was really interesting because in the church at that time, there was huge division on people wanting to preach the truth of what the word said yep. and going against even the foundation of belief, um, especially in churches in the South, that slavery and the way they were conducting slavery was uh, biblically correct, which is so wrong. Like we're all created in the image of God, right? That's our foundation. Right. So we rewrote that. It looked crazy. It was a bloody mess, literally, 
but look what came out of it, you know? And so not saying we have to have another war by any means, but there is a big separation right now. And you see that. And maybe, maybe this is our reset, right? Like in a good way, not in the way of the world thinks of a reset, like uh, the new world order type junk, but and a reset of like, okay, hey, let's get our stuff together and let's usher in the greatest revival we've ever seen in our history. Because I believe that's coming. Wow. Amen. And we were talking earlier about how even uh, the quarantine that like all America had, all the world had to have. Like I, we feel like that was 100% like the Lord just stopping us in our tracks from the go, go, yep. go life and just sitting, yep. st- sitting still so that that reset can actually happen. We've been talking about the word calibration. Like he's been yes. recalibrating how we used to think. Like we think so differently now. Like it's, it's like that renewing our mind a daily thing. Like we're yeah. half into right. and we got some stuff way back in the back of our minds that we've always thought was truth and the Lord's presenting it before us. And he's like, have you put that against my word? Have you seen if it's a hundred percent true or are you just right. listening to man? And that's a lot of things you're talking about, like even with pastors, because of course, like pastors have, you know, the heart of a shepherd and all these things, but a lot of pastors are leading their church astray because their church doesn't look to Jesus. It's still kind of like, you know, how uh, Catholics like pray to Mary and pray to the saints to get to Jesus or God. Yeah, or however no, no. So it's like the pastors in the middle too. You have people come up to your, the pastor and be like, Hey, I'm dealing with this. Can you hear from the Lord for me? Why? Like we can hear the Lord and like the same Holy spirit. Yeah. And, and it just blew my mind. But something else that you said when we were talking last Friday that also blew my mind was we were talking about the vaccines and what one of your, uh, uh, people that came in your clients or wait, what do you call them? Uh, Patient, yeah, client. <laughs> What's the proper vernacular? Um, they said what their, you got to tell us what their pastor said about the vaccines. Yeah. So one of them came in and literally was debating on the vaccine or not to vaccinate, if you will, vaccinate or not to vaccinate. Right. Which is a big hesitancy question. Thank God right yes. now. Um, but their pastor literally quoted the, quoted the scripture uh, to lay your life down for your brother. So when it comes to possible side effects or long-term effects, we should just lay our lives down for the, for mankind, for the good of mankind, for our brother. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not rightly dividing the word of God here. You know, the word also says we are to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So should we question our, the, the people that are in authority, especially if their fruits are not um, lining up to what the word says yeah we should start to question these things what is this going to look like in two to five years from now i mean if you think about we live in the freest nation in the world right but we were told we couldn't go to work we couldn't go to church schools shut down you know granted at the beginning i think everybody was kind of like whoa what's going on here because we've never been through this before but as things started to progress in you know, science does change, but the basic principle of pathology, virology has not changed, but all of a sudden it changed for this virus. Why? Yeah. Why is that? And why were doctors being silenced from speaking against this and losing their medical license, being fired from heads of department heads were being fired from major hospitals because they started to question the narrative. Hmm. In an election year, on top of that, a very important election year, where it literally was the uh, turning point of, hey, we go this way, it's gonna look a certain way. We go this way, 
holy crap, like we're going to have to fight for this. And I think that no matter what, the Christian walk's not a playground, right? Like we're always going to have persecution. We're always going to have to stand up for faith. In America, we've had it easy. You know, if you look at the rest of the world, we have not dealt with things. We've never been told before we couldn't go to church, you know? where you think of the churches undergone churches in China, for example, or are literally were burned down, they're put in jail, you know, and where you think of the churches, the underground churches in the Islamic states and how they're literally having to uh, not even able to worship. They're having to just mouth the words. They can't say them out loud because it's against the law. Like we've never dealt with anything like that before. So that's what I'm talking about waking up the churches it's time to wake up you know they have this woke movement in the world right now and it's like no 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 no. the church needs to wake up <laughs> we don't need to be woke we need to wake up <laughs> and yeah. see what's happening oh i feel like the woke church is just a church you know when you have those dreams where you could have sworn you were awake but you totally weren't <laughs> yes. like i feel like those are the woke <laughs> yeah. situation that yeah. they're in but i was actually yeah. reading this morning which is crazy that we're talking about this um, I'm pretty sure it's Isaiah 56. I always get the fifties and the twenties kind of, you know, cause it, but I'm pretty sure it's Isaiah 56 and it actually talks about the shepherds that have fallen asleep on the job. And even their dogs don't bark whenever the predators come in for the sheep. And I really believe that that's yeah. exactly what's happening. Like mm. you have the woke pastors that are actually still sleeping, very much sleeping in a yeah. deep sleep and they're not doing what needs to be done and and that's not just pastors in the church that's us as the church like we can't just be like well i'm just a dumb little sheep and i can't no like the sheep's job is to hear the voice of the shepherd the ultimate shepherd is jesus we can hear his voice we can hear his voice just as well as our pastor does we just have to practice and believe that we can hear him and and it's just like man that's why i feel like it talks about uh, to enter the kingdom of God, you have to have childlike faith. Kids don't second guess a lot of things. When their parent says something, okay, yeah, yeah. that's it. Because mom says so. Because dad, yes, says mom says so. so. It's yeah. so true. Well, I, I always say, I'm like, there's no junior Holy Spirit, guys. Yeah. Like the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives in all of us that believe. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm I don't want to sound like I'm attacking pastors because I'm really not because really the church is not for walls. We are for the church. That's so true. Each individual, we make up the church. We make up the body of Christ. Each one is equally important. So stating like, oh, it's just the pastor's fault is not the case. It's actually our fault for looking to man and not to God. Mm. So that's my two cents. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and you know, the, the thing that's incredible about the Lord, in my opinion, is, you know, the Bible says that everything that the enemy intends for evil, that yeah. God's going to turn it around for our that's good. good. Yeah. And, right. you know, may, maybe maybe um, COVID was an accidental leak from, from a lab or maybe, you know, whatever else what? that they're researching <laughs> right now. Right. It, let, let's just say, you know, what, whatever it is that they're going to find out that it was. It was used for evil. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about it. You know, lives were lost because of the thing. So it was used for evil. But I think even in the midst of all that evilness that was taking place in the earth, that for a big group of people, it kind of made us stop and reevaluate where we are. And, and the Lord used 
the quarantine and use the shutdown mm-hmm. and use everything to really recalibrate yeah. a lot of people. And so then you're okay. So I got to come back to the, to the bare roots of what, what's necessary and what's not, you know? And so then now right. we're moving forward, building on, okay, does this have eternal value or not? Because if it doesn't have eternal value, I'm discarding it. And so in, in the very real sense, we have all kind of moved through a season where it says what the enemy intended for evil, God turned around and used it for our good. Amen. Yeah. And, and, you yeah. know, I had a client yesterday say, um, she heard another pastor teacher say, you're pruned if you do and you're pruned if you don't. Right. So it was definitely a pruning time. Right. And I was yeah. like, hey, that's really good because, you know, even in seasons of plenty, they're still pruning. You know, and even in seasons of rest, there's printing because like you're saying, we, we figured out what was important and what wasn't. Yes. We, yeah. we no longer could go to attend a church, but, you know, online attendance for church service was the highest it's ever been. And not just from the congregation that, you know, that they already had or they already obtained, but because more people were just at home starting to question things and starting to look and they, they were scared. So, you know, it's just like at the the end of a life of some atheist how they cry out for god because they knew because yeah. he made this guard god shaped hole in us to always seek him yeah and you know we can try to fill yeah sure really maybe what we've tried to fill in those holes or where we where what source we use to um to try to not just fill the void but also to take up time or space in our lives, whether that was um, listening to doctrines that don't really line up to the word or, you know, social media or uh, food or fan, you know, whatever that is, we're always going to have the need for him. He made us that way to search for him. Even, even scientists that try to um, disprove God at the end really prove <laughs> that there has to be something or someone greater because you can break down all the molecules down to like nothing a single atom and they still go well where did this atom come from and it's funny we, we call it an atom right because it all started with an funny? atom wow. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. so anyway and you know even if you look at our dna our dna all gums together at one point every person on earth who has their own unique dna we all come together at one point so I always say science doesn't have to confirm the word, but man, when it does, it's just more like, heck yeah, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> like our finite minds see a glimpse of him and it's just amazing. Uh, that even reminds me of, uh, we watched a movie, um, The Case for Christ, Lee Strobel. Yeah. It was so amazing because he was dead set on proving that Jesus, like even if he existed, he did not you know, after he died, he stayed dead. He didn't raise from the dead. He spent, oh my gosh, I'm sure thousands of hours on trying to prove him wrong. And at the end, he's like, oh my gosh, like he found Jesus because he tried (laughs) to prove him wrong. And so all of the facts, like, you know, people can say like, oh, faith is crazy. It doesn't make sense. Well, if you put all the facts together, like what you were saying, it points to Jesus every time. Like he's going to get the honor. He's going to get the glory. What does it say? Like even the rocks will cry out if we cry out. That's right. It's like, Oh, and everything, even this morning, looking outside at the sunrise, I'm like, wow, Lord, how do people, how does that cross their mind when they see that? And they're like, Oh, science, like move on. No, like, wow. It's just like, 
oh my goodness, there's just a master creator that created all of this beauty and like he wants to have a relationship with you. It's just, it's, it's so remarkable. Like, oh and you know, God. it's amazing. Like he created all of this, but he created us last, yeah. you know, and he gave us full dominion and authority over all of it, which is absolutely crazy. And you think about it now through Jesus, we have, he said, we have all authority through Christ. Right. So, you know, and I say this a lot too, even like when we talk about fear, and we talk about different emotions and how they affect the body. Well, we give into that. We, you know, I'm not saying that emotions aren't real. Don't get me wrong. Like we go, we all have them. But I heard one time they're supposed to be our gauges, not our guides. And I've used wow. that so much because you can you can gauge a situation like for COVID, for example. There was a lot of uncertainty. There was a lot of fear, uh, skepticism. You know, all these things that came into that. But when you stop and you think about it, it's like, okay, but what does the word of God say? Well, Psalms 91 says, no plague shall come near my dwelling. So I'm going to stand on that. I'm also going to stand that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can't comprehend the light in John 1. So if that's the case, the Lord shine your light to the dark areas and expose the truth, whatever the truth may be, however hard it is to swallow, however, whatever that looks like, we need the truth. You know, and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So, hello, we need Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Oh yeah. my gosh, what what you said about the uh, the emotions and the feelings? I heard in a podcast. It goes right with that. She said, "My frustrations are are an um, invitation to ask the yep. Lord, why am I so mad about this? Right. Why does this aggravate me? Why does this?" Um, you know, all these different questions. It's an invitation to, and I'll never forget also the first appointment I had with you whenever you took a picture of my eyes and you could actually go through, I mean, seeing how my organs are doing, lymphatic system, all that. But you also how saw- How you're forgetful. Remember that? No, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I totally remember that. <laughs> Aubrey thought that was way too funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. She's like, how in the world did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, blowing my mind, honestly. Like, if you watch The Office, Aubrey was like, this is voodoo mama juju kind of stuff. But it's like, so the Lord. Yeah, no, I, I literally <laughs> think it went like this. Um, Kenzie was like, you see this this dark, thick line right here. This this shows me that that you you, you forget a lot. And I immediately went, <laughs> like it just like big eyes just look because I didn't want to react to it because I would get you know in trouble but yeah. I was ooh. and then because and then she looked right at me I was like oh crap and she caught me oh my gosh but there was also something else that you saw that totally opened my eyes because I was so blinded to it the fact that you could actually see in my eyes that I dealt with a lot of fear yeah. And then that literally started a journey of me asking the Lord, okay, so it was so apparent that like it can be read on me that I deal right. with fear, right? And yeah. so I realized like getting down to it, because even a few other appointments, I mean, there was like anxiety, you felt, you know, the emotion, like asking my body, my emotions and things like that. And um, that was just some of those things were just amazing. Like I said, it was like a, mm. like a counseling session. Well it's just crazy. But like even realizing that fear stemmed from fear of man. And so it's been that journey with God to, Hey, guess what? If the whole world is against me, I still have you. It's not the end of the world. If someone disagrees with me, it's not the end of the world. If someone's upset with me, it's not the end of the world. If I let somebody down, it's, you know, are we right? We are. Okay, great. That's I'm, I can stand on that. And so that literally started that journey of speaking to the Lord and asking. Well, we're mind, body, spirit. So, you know, we're created in his image, like Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So, 
for us to think that emotional traumas or emotions in general can affect one or the other, you know, I always think of the scripture, a cord of three strands is not easily broken, right? And I, you know, look at it in the same way of mind, body, spirit. If you strike one chord, like a, a chord on a guitar, it vibrates to the others. So, you know, you might have physical issues, but actually let's talk about when those started. Oh, it started after the loss of a loved one. Okay, well, you know, that's why you're having trouble breathing because grief sits in the lungs and we've not processed that grief. And it's amazing to me on, on my side of the table, when you start talking and you, you share the truth, you see them set free, right? Like, like what you're saying, like when we, when we brought it to the light, right? It was like, this is what's going on. You were then able to process it. And I always say this too, the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. So he's, you know, he'll convict us. Don't get me wrong. You know, the Lord says he chastens who he loves, but he also, when it comes to things like this, when it comes from past traumas or emotional distress, like he also is like, here, it's time to deal with this because this is making you sick. It's, it's not allowing you to be all that I created you to be, you know, let's get rid of this layer, like an onion layer, right? Like let's pull this back let's heal this and let's move on. It's not that we have to sit here and go over and over and over a situation, but it's like, hey, this is what's coming up. This is bearing witness to you, your spirit, your heart, your mind. Let's take care of it. You know, let's give it to the Lord like you did. Let's go, let's sit with him. Let's talk to him about it and see where this, where it stemmed from. Forgive, let go, whatever that is and move on. Like, um, you know, and that might sound kind of harsh. <laughs> I, can, I can hear that coming about that move on, but it, it really is true. Our past, the old has, has gone, the new yes. has come, you know, so we don't have to be controlled by that anymore. Well, so and it doesn't I think, that. oh yeah, I, I think it's also, you know, love keeps no record of wrongs. Amen. Right. And so when, you know, love the Lord God with all your heart and then love your neighbor as you love yourself you know, if, if you're truly walking in love, you're not keeping record of wrongs. So you're exactly right. right. You know, deal with it, figure out what it stems from and then move on because right. you can't love somebody if you're still holding something against them. Right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, that's cool. Cause he's not holding it against us. All sins have been forgiven past, present and future. Right. Yeah, so even, yeah. Right. I'm like, no matter what we do, we're forgiven. So when we go to God and we're like, Oh, please forgive me. He's like, of what? Yeah. You know, was his blood not enough? You know, yeah. like repent from it, turn from it is all repent means turn, turn yes. from it. Don't do it anymore. It's like what Jesus would say, go and sin no more, Amen. you yeah. know, go stop going in the path you're going redirect this way. And it's the way of everlasting. So, um, I don't know. I, I think, I think we make it too complicated sometimes, you yeah. know, it really, it, it is, like I said, the bot, if you look at back at the body, because of course that's what I do, but it's very complex yet really, really simple. Feed your body, rest it, move it, give it some water, get in some sunshine. Like it's really simple. You give it what it needs. It does its job fine. You know? So anyway. well, I think, I think that aligns also with, with the gospel, the gospel is simple. Mm, yeah. yep. We, we, yep. we overcomplicate it and we try to add to and take away from it. And it just works the same as our body. You know, yep. it's, it's a simple process, but we just overcomplicate everything because that's what humans do. Yeah. Well, our finite minds can't comprehend <laughs> the simplicity that's in Christ. Even Paul wrote, um, and I'm, 
yeah, I'm not going to quote you on this. I should know this because I quote this scripture all the time. Holy Spirit will bring it to mind. But he stated that I fear lest you be deceived by the serpent as Eve was. That is in which the simplicity that's in Christ. Mm. Wow. You know, so Paul even saw that he even said he feared that the body of Christ would would steer away from the simplicity that's in him, which is confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and you are saved. It's yeah. simple. And, you know, I always say this too, to people that are, are wanting healing for major diseases, which is absolutely the greatest honor of my life that God's allowed me to do this and walk with people through these times. Um, but I always say, watch your words, right? Cause we have all authority. So like, don't call it my cancer or my disease. I'm healing from it. Cause that's the truth. Like we already have the healing power of Christ in us. We just need to attain it. We need to bring it forth and receive it. Do our part because we have to take care of the body, the temple, the Holy Spirit, but then also stand on his truth, right? Anyway, uh, I could go on and on about this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I thought of it. And I wanted to see what what uh, you've learned and what the Lord has even shown you and also through your practice. Um, so Aubrey and I read through the Bible in 30 days. It was called the 30 day shred. It was insane, but I mean, he oh gave us free yeah. time in those 30 days to really read through and just see the Bible as a whole. Um, right. and it's pretty much the whole of the Bible is the Lord is God chasing after the heart of man and the man's heart turning from him uh, time and time again. Right. And it's just the Lord's pursuit of our heart. So I wonder, um, even just in our body, cause I feel like our bodies are always aligned with the spiritual, right? Like you said, whenever we're dealing with certain emotions that actually will show up in our body. So through the heart, what can happen if like a heart actually goes bad in the body? Like, what if we, you know, we turned from the Lord? What, what does that look like? Well, the word talks about the stony heart, right? He yeah. can make the stony heart of flesh again. And, you know, it's the Paul to Saul conversion that we see in people that, you know, have lived a certain life, made certain choices, and they find the Lord. And it's this, like, the gospel is too good to be true news, right? Yeah. Like, anybody can be redeemed. I mean, even the thief on the cross. And that's my argument for you know, anybody is if the thief on the cross, who's literally dying, did not have time to repent, change, live a holy life. Think Jesus himself that. said, surely I will see you. Wow. I will see you in paradise wow. just because he confessed with his mouth and believed in his heart. So again, that goes back to that simplicity, but um, the heart in general, he tells us to guard our heart above all else, right? Because everything we do flows from it. And so I, you know, as far as health goes, I've seen, I've even just recently lost uh, our great grandfather uh, just this last week and my great grandmother passed uh, about five weeks ago. And wow. he even said, it's my time now because his heart was broken, you know, mm -hmm. which is sad, but it's also one of the sweetest love stories I've ever known in my life, right? They've been wow. married for 70 plus years and all the things. So you can't die of a broken heart. It's a real thing you know, and, um, then you can have a stubborn heart too, which I've seen a couple of those in my days. Um, but anyway, it's, it's a lot, but you know, the heart's important, the brain's important, but I always say this too. I'll ask clients, what do you think the most important organ system in your body is? And they'll say the brain, the heart, and I'm like, close your nose and cover your mouth. And you got to breathe to feed those, right? 
Yeah. And the biggest the biggest issue I see with the lungs is grief and sadness, right? Kind of hit on that earlier. And you know, we'll see that too. Like I said, I'll have clients come in that they've just all of a sudden started having breathing issues or you know, asthma came on as an adult. And I'm like, okay, well, when did it start? We go back to that. And I would say nine times out of 10, they had some major life trauma event and that resulted in grief. And it is crazy and it sounds crazy to some, but I've seen people literally walk through that, like go back, walk process through it, just like we talked about earlier and their lungs healed. Wow. Not supplementally, not medically, but literally they all of a sudden can breathe again because they allowed that grief to pass through and not holding on, whether that was rooted in unforgiveness or resent, resentment for, you know, whatever reason, it's absolutely amazing. So, wow. and it's really simple if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, something that even, even one of the names of God, Yahweh, that's the breath of God. Right. And he, breathes life into our lungs. Like we have to allow the Lord to breathe life into our lungs every single day. Mm. Wow. That's amazing. And by, you know, you're talking about calibration and, you know, that also makes me think along the lines of frequencies, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we say that the new age movement has stolen a lot from Christians, right? Because they've um, adopted it and tweaked it and scared a lot of Christians off from it which yeah. originally that was made for us, you know, in John 10, John 10, one, actually, it states that, you know, narrow is the gate, right? We go through the sheepfold, but there are some that come in another way and they are thieves and robbers. Oh. So the Christians go in through the sheepfold, but there are other ways into the spirit realm when they're operating in a whole nother spirit, right? Not the Holy Spirit. So, wow. you know, even when I have people ask me about certain teaching or whatever or people that they listen to that they're not sure where they lie i'm always like ask them what spirit they operate in and if they're like oh the universe well there's your answer guys you know? <laughs> negative. <laughs> negative or if they're like yeah i believe in the lord jesus christ and the holy spirit dwells within us and this is what i'm called to do and you know it's very evident right wow. if, yeah. if you have to ask yourself i don't know where they stand then we need to be evaluating our life, right? Yeah, examine the fruit. You the always fruit. say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. you were talking earlier. The fruit speaks for yep. itself. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, and I love, I love, I want to like I want to end on this though, because yeah. earlier you said um you were talking about pruning and pruning. So, <laughs> yes. so it it doesn't matter where you're at, like the reward is always more pruning, or um, right. you know, what you feel like is not a reward is probably more <laughs> pruning because you know, it's not just enough to produce fruit. The Bible says that you are pruned so you will produce much fruit, more fruit. And, and so it's like, it's a constant lifestyle of pruning. And so I tend to think that if you're not uncomfortable and, you know, you're not in constant pursuit of the Lord and you don't like pruning, then you won't grow. You, you won't get anywhere. You'll just remain the same. Nothing will ever change. And yeah. And the fruit of your life will, you know, will be like the centerpiece fruit that's rubber that you put on the table just to look at. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to want to touch it, you know? And so, yeah. but Kenzie, thank you so much for yes. coming on the podcast today. We, we're going to have to do this again because oh, I yeah. know that you have more to share, but you know, we're already getting close to like the 40 minute mark. And so, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's no. So good. 
it's just we man, do that every time we we to talk end. too much dang it yeah, <laughs> yeah. no it's oh it's gosh. good though i, I want to ask you a question though for everybody that's listening that you know might not you know they they want to come do you have openings available at your at at taylor's herbs for new clients so, so i right now i'm not taking any new clients um i'm kind of at my max i've yeah. been okay. at my max for a while right i bring them in as i can you know that's, we have a waiting list that you mentioned before and it's kind of right. been that way for a couple of years now and then honestly the covid year just kind of threw us back even more um however i do have um, sarah that worked with me she trained under me while she was in school for over two years and she's seen clients and she has openings so absolutely love her trust her obviously she's in office with me so uh, you know, she, she believes like we believe she's a great Christian, a mom of two little kiddos. And, um, she has the yeah. same part as we do. No, it's, so. it's awesome because I would recommend that everybody, you know, come in and see, like, at least try to get in and, and see how it works because I'm telling you, I've taken a lot of supplements over the years, but I've never felt as good as, as I've felt since we've been coming to see you and, and everything. So the, the vitamins and the mineral aspect is better. And, and, you know, I'm always hitting up Kenzie all the time for like workout stuff. I'm like, okay, instead of testosterone boosters for working out, what's an all natural way? Like, I'm just trying to figure out all the natural ways to, to get um, where I want to be, but, um, Kenzie's amazing. Yes. And, and awesome. thank you. Uh, Kenzie make, we're going to put, uh, like your Facebook and the Taylor herbs, Facebook stuff. Yes. Cause I know you're like, your sister posts a lot of stuff about the herbal yes. elements of yes. what you guys have and things like that. And so, yeah, we'll have those in the show notes for everybody. Yeah. But Kenzie, thank you so much for like coming on. Yeah. So awesome. And I want to say too, we have a store and everyone there, like you mentioned my sister, she's got her master herbalist. I have another one in school right now. So everybody there's trained. So even if you just come by and ask questions and get started, you know, yeah. we've also been praying about a way to maybe open a couple days up a month where it's just kind of like first come first serve acute care, like get you started somewhere, kind of get the basics done because like you're saying, we have to get back to the foundation in our Christian walk, it was the same back, the same with our health, right? It's really, yeah. really kind of a simple start for most people. Yeah, mm, yeah. absolutely. But thank you so much for having me today. I'm yeah, yes. even in the back of this car, <laughs> even in the gone, back of the limo, it's gone so well. I was like speaking life over like the, the yeah. signals yeah. and all that. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm like, we're we're right outside of that. We're actually almost through Dallas now, so we've got oh, wow. good signals. Oh, oh that's awesome. <laughs> Well, Kenzie, thank you for joining us today. And thank you, everybody that's listening here for a piece of authenticity. Um, thanks, Kenzie, for joining us. And we'll post all your info yeah. whenever we post everything online. Um, but we will see everybody next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.